Hey, so Sensei Michelle, welcome to my KMMA podcast. I'm I'm so excited on a couple of different fronts as we get to talk here. One is that uh, I have not done a great job of making the time to even do a podcast lately. So this is the first one right. in a while. This is Thank like the, the re-inaugural one. So I'm very, very excited. Uh, but I'm especially excited because uh, you're one of my favorite people and you are testing for your third degree black belt next weekend, which is so exciting. I'm very excited, very nervous, but very excited. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 you know, of course, you're going to do great. So, so, so in that sense, no nervous. reason to be nervous, but of course we also know that, that as part of being a person of achievement, of course, you're going to feel a little nervous as well. Uh, you're not taking it for granted, but um, what I'd like to kick out, uh, kick off with, if you don't mind though, is start just because of course the audience doesn't know you like I know you. So if you just tell us a little bit about you personally first, like your family, who you are, what you do for a living, such things, Okay, uh, that'll be our kickoff point. All right. Well, uh, my name is Michelle Cummings. Um, I've been a student at KMMA for almost 10 years. So the summer will be um, 10 years. So coming up on our 10th anniversary at KMMA, which is amazing uh, for sure. Um, I have two kids that have grown up in the program. Um, Flynn started when he was just three. Luna started when she was six. And um, you've seen our family, you know, grow up and go through a lot. So uh, it's been very exciting. And I've seen a lot of families, you know, come through and grow up and kids grow up your kids. (laughs) So that's been so exciting. Um, I am, um, I'm a CPA. I'm an accountant. I work at USF. I actually work at the USF Foundation. I'm their controller and assistant vice president, kind of the business and finance, audit tax, all the stuff that would put most people to sleep. Um, That's what I find interesting. A lot of compliance type things. Um, But before that, um, I went to college at Florida State, got my undergrad in accounting, and then came here to USF, got my master's in accounting. Worked in um, what what is called the big four accounting firms. I worked at Ernst and Young, and I was an auditor for mm-hmm. a while. Feared the feared auditor um, that would come around and you know audit your financial statements and things like that and ask questions. And then um, I got a job here at USF just when I was 26 years old, um, and I've been here almost 19 years, um, and just love it because um, it's the type of position that you get to do so many different things. You know, Mm -hmm. you're not just, I'm not just doing accounting work. I'm not just doing tax work. I do a variety of work and then get to work with so many different people across the university, which is very exciting. Um, So um, I do enjoy that. I enjoy the variety and the different challenges that come about and having that kind of um, variety. I'm certainly in academia. (laughs) You get the challenges thrown at you. Um, for sure. And then, you know, kind of on the personal side, um, definitely Krav Maga is one of my biggest hobbies for sure. Um, but also a Girl Scout troop leader um, as well. My daughter's Girl Scout troop. So um, going on about 10 years in that as well. So wow. that kind of rounds out, you know, the highlights of Michelle. <laughs> that is awesome. That's awesome. And I even learned some stuff I didn't know. I didn't know about the auditor position before. Yeah. yeah. So that, that is cool. Um, and, and obviously it speaks to one of the keys to your success, right? Is that you're you're not a quick in, quick out. You, you've stuck to many things long enough to be great at them. Definitely works. someone who um, would consider themselves like a loyal, committed person, you know, um, yeah. 
And, you know, I like to see things through, you know, I don't like to bounce around and just try things out and leave. I like to try to get it to that master level. Yes. Yeah. And you were on your way here for sure. And, and I think, you know, I think that everybody can learn from that, right? Like uh, we live in a society right now, of course, where unfortunately that, that isn't the norm, right? Like, like right. it's, it's not what's being taught. And, and, and I think the degree of excellence that you've attained in the martial arts, the degree of excellence you've, you've attained in your career has a lot to do with that character trait. I think it's, it's, it's worth, uh, I'm trying to kind of spotlight that for the, for the audience right now that they should, you know, it's something we got to teach our kids, right? Like that, that, uh, you know, not and it has to start there. You know, um, one of the pieces, kind of a big piece that I left out that shaped me as a person is um, when I grew up, I didn't grow up in the martial arts, but I grew up in ballet, which was, mm -hmm. you know, another just passion of mine as a kid. Um, I love to <laughs> dance. Um, it was something that I, I just love to do. I love the, the physical challenge of it and, the, you know, mm -hmm. just trying to, you know, always be better. Um, and that was something that taught me that self-discipline, I think kind of early, I wanted to achieve, but you have to have that self-discipline in order to get yourself to that level of achievement. Yeah. Um, you know, that also shaped me in a different way. I had a, you know, kind of career ending injury, um, you know, that kind of stalled out that career. I had a tumor in my femur when I was 17 oh, wow. and that kind of ended that path. Um, you know, but at the same time, you know, you got to embrace it and happened when I was young enough so I could easily pivot, mm -hmm. um, and find me, you know, my way doing other things. So I went from ballerina to accountant right. and now martial artist, yes. <laughs> which is amazing. That's all yeah, it's it's interesting. All <laughs> and, and we spotlighted already the, the first leadership lesson that jumped out, which is your stick to itiveness to something. And, and, but then another one that just jumped out with that piece of the story, of course, is everything happens for a reason and it serves as well. Exactly. You know, which is as much an, an, an attitude as as a principle, right? Absolutely. You chose to say, okay, what's important next for Michelle and and right. and go on and pursuing all these other, you know, become great in all these other things. So that's awesome. Definitely. Um, I had down next just to ask you to do the same. Uh, um with you, because I know you're such a great communicator. I I'm I'm not being very pointed with my questions, I'm being very open-ended. Okay. Um, so the next one is kind of, you just tell us a little bit about your experience and your journey at KMMA. Yeah. So, so, you know, I know, you know, part of this story, but listeners may not. Um, I was, you know, just wanting something for my kids because it was, you know, something happened recently in the news, you know, something terrible happened to a child and it was something that just, you know, shocked you to your core a little bit, you know, you know, and I just thought, you know, I grew up in ballet that wouldn't have given me a fighting chance in that situation. I wanted something for my kids that would instill the same qualities of self-discipline, learning how to use your body, all those physical things, um, but would give them, you know, maybe something that would be useful in life. Hopefully not, but maybe. And so that's when, you know, we lived right down the street from the dojo where it was at the time. So we passed by it every day and it was something that my husband said, yeah definitely put them in, in Krav Maga. It's, it's useful. Let's, let's do it. So we put the kids in and tried it out. Luna actually thought it was true, like, like art in terms of, you know, drawing. Cause she loved to draw. And she's like, I honestly thought at first I was going to an art class. <laughs> 
That's awesome. We duped her into it a little bit. But, uh, you know, we put the kids in and then you have the great family program that just, you know, allows the family to train for free. And I was sitting there one day and I was honestly sitting, you know, on my phone, just kind of checking email. And I'm like, and I'm just looking at other parents out there, you know, with their kids. I'm like, what am I doing? You know, why am I sitting here? Um, I need to get some exercise too. So I just, you know, the next Saturday I came and you know, got on the mat with the kids and I just thought I was going to do it on Saturdays for fun. Like, you know, but then of course, you know, you tied the white belt on me and asked me, are you ready to make this journey with me? And I'm, I'm in front of my kids. I'm like, okay, I'm committed now. Like, that's it. You know, I'm committed. Awesome. Um, And that, that's what kind of got me on the mat with the kids and just, you know, throughout, you know, the past 10 years, just being able to do this with my kids and have a shared experience um, has been so exciting because it's something, it's not something that I had mastered before. And I was teaching to them. Mm. It was something I was learning at the same time. They could see me make mistakes. They could see me, mm. you know, struggle. They could see me work through it. And I think that was, you know, on the, from their perspective, um, also a good experience to have is to see, Hey, your parents don't know everything. They can't do everything. And you could even help them with it. Wow. You know, just those things like Luna holding pads for me and me holding uh-huh. pads for her and, you know, me helping Flynn, you know, with things and him helping me, you know, he was just helping me yesterday. You know, I asked him to watch me do some forms and, you know, help critique me, tell me if I, you know, wow. did something strange, you know, and he came and just sat and watched me, you know, so just, you know, that, that shared experience, you know, that you can have with your kids, it's rare, you know, usually you're taking your kids to a baseball game and just watching or maybe you get to coach, but this was something that, you know, we could do together from a learning stage together all the way through. And it allowed them to see how I handled challenges too, which I, I like to be able to set that kind of example. So that's been very exciting. Um, that's powerful stuff. Thank you for sharing all of that. Um, I'm not in, yeah, I'm not going to elaborate on any of it because I'm sure that everybody heard what they should have there, right? Like, but I love the part about, you know, the parents sitting on the side, you know, and, and I, I try not to, 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 of course, give a hard time to anybody that's sitting on the sideline, but right. yeah, they're missing out. And, you know, miss, so- I, I do, I feel that way. You're missing out, you know, yeah. like it's, it really is fun. And I just love to see all the other parents, you know, out there with their kids. Cause you know, you know, I can, I can watch other parents, you know, turn, you know, and look at their kid when they're, you know, just a little out of line. I'm like, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know how that, I know that. <laughs> that is awesome. But I've loved to have the opportunities to some, you know, a surprise for us was, you know, when we signed on, we just really thought we were getting martial arts and self-defense. Uh, you know, it was not something we knew we were getting the leadership academy experience. We We didn't know we were getting these life lessons built in. So as they were, you know, as they were coming out in the lessons, you drew me more and more in every time, you know, you sat down and had a mat chat with the kids or with us, like, because I'm like, wow, I just can't believe I'm getting all these extra pieces with the martial arts as well. And, you know, that has been so useful as a parent, you know, I cannot tell you the number of times, you know, and especially in the society today, kids see, you know, quick results. They want to be the best at something because they see everybody else looking amazing on TikTok, doing whatever it is they're doing, not understanding there's a process to get there. And how many times I've had to pull out that, 
you know, that talking point that they've lived now, you yeah. know, so that's been so useful because they've seen that firsthand, they've lived it. And now they know they just have to go back and reapply it to other things in their life. So that has been such a great experience as a parent is to be able to, I'm not going to say use your examples, but to borrow from it and to build on it and to, you know, allow that to be part of the conversation. Well, thank you so much for that. I, you know, and of course, that's what we all are doing, right? Like, mm -hmm. like, like nothing is new under the sun, right? But it's a right. matter of, it's a matter of sharing the knowledge and experience and lessons. And sometimes for us at, at our stage of life, of course, it's even just remembering. Yeah. It's, just, it's just being reminded, right? Like Definitely. what happens in 90% how you react to it or whatever it is, right? Definitely. Um, speaking of which, you have had a very unique perspective and awesome uh, uh, experience though, because, because it's so you've just explained to the audience the journey to get to where you are. But the neat thing is now you're sensei, Michelle. So now you're part of both sides of that equation, right? Like you're, you're, you're the student and you're the teacher, right? Yeah. So, so, so you're, you know, your kid's sensei and your other kid's sensei and you get to sew into right. them. And, and um, so I'll give you two questions so that you can choose which one you want to proceed with first. Okay. One, one would be perhaps one of your favorite leadership lessons and application uh, you know, I always like to say out of the dojo and into the world so that it's so it's useful beyond just the walls of this place. Um, and then kind of on a similar note, maybe something a little bit, because as a sensei, I know that, um, well, as a as a Chihan and Grandmaster now, I get to, one of my greatest joys is seeing the senseis light up when they realize that they have gotten to somebody. Like oh, yeah. they, they made a difference in somebody's life. So if you want to speak to either or both of those. I could definitely do both of those. Okay. <laughs> so I I would definitely say from a from a leadership lesson standpoint, you know, I've been able to use um, just so much from, you know, understanding personalities and, um, you know, embedding that into the CIT program, that person, you know, understanding personalities, understanding how to reach different types of people. Mm. That has been very beneficial having two kids that are very different, very mm. different personalities. Um, but having that knowledge, um, just, I mean, even help me on the simplest level of helping them with homework, you know, the difference in the personalities and how to reach those different types of personality styles I've been able to use on even just the smallest level, just as a little example. Um, but not only that, but in my work and my workplace, you know, that has been so helpful. I, I work with hundreds of faculty member and financial administrator type folks across campus, and they're very different types of people and very different types of people for me. Mm. So just having that understanding has helped me just engage better with people, um, have better meetings, you know, have, you know, have better results you know, in terms of working together. So that, that to me is such a, was a really core and useful piece of your um, leadership program, because you use it to help connect with your students. And you use it to help connect with your students, but having that knowledge um, helped me use it with my own kids, but use it at work as well. So I found that to be just at the top, you know, and of course, you know, understanding how you get people reeled in with, you know, praising them, giving them correction, and then the chance to show them you've made the correction, but doing it in a positive way. That is just so useful. And 
I just think how lucky our kids are and your students are to get to learn this now. You know, everybody else has to mess up and see it doesn't work and maybe get burned a little bit in the workplace. Their first job, maybe you might get burned, um, but hopefully they're absorbing it so they can apply it right away and they don't have to go through the pain of some of those things. You know, that's why I've really appreciated that. And I know that's been useful. Wow. Um, on the flip side, I mean, just in general, like you said, it is so exciting to be able to share with others. And I mean, just to me, some of the little kids and just, you know, some of the ones that are the ones that always impact me the most is when you're with a little kid that is either resistant or a little shy or just not wanting to participate. And when you can inspire them enough and get them excited enough. Um, maybe it's getting over their anxiety, the shy ones, it might be getting over them, their anxiety, or it might be, you know, the ones that aren't just willing to participate. Maybe it's because they haven't been, you know, praised enough because, you know, maybe they are usually the kid that might not be the best behaved. So they don't always get, you know, the praise, but, you know, giving them a chance to be spotlighted and then highlighted, and then they get so excited and then they're engaged the rest of the class. That's, that's exciting for, you know, on the kid level, there was one thing that did happen that was so cool. And it was actually at a Girl Scout encampment that we had where I did um, a few classes for the, you know, the encampment and the community. And this one little girl, she was very resistant and she would, she kind of went off to the side. And as other kids were practicing, I went over to her and just asked her, I'm like, is everything okay? You know, why aren't you practicing? I saw some of your kicks. And she was so upset. She just said, I don't ever want to hurt anybody. Mm. And so we stopped, you know, we, everybody stopped practicing. I brought her to the middle, you know, and sat her down with me. And I just said, I just want everybody to know how proud I am of, and her name was Leslie, I think, how proud I am of Leslie. She's going to make a great black belt one day because she already knows, she already has the wisdom that she doesn't want to hurt anybody. So she already knows that she's not going to do this unless it's something that really calls for it. It's a situation that really calls for it. And I'm so proud of her. And the rest of the class, she's just shined. She was amazing. She was kicking, punching, you know, doing everything, you know, that we were doing in the class. But it was just one of those moments where it's like, you know, I just found a way to help bring her in. And when you can help, you know, somebody, you know, feel better in the moment, just is a great feeling. So. That was one story I thought I'd share. <laughs> so powerful. I'm so proud of you. That, oh, thank that, you. <laughs> you know, you are a great mother. You're a great student. You're a great black belt. You're a great sensei now. You're, you know, just so many things. And, you know, uh, Grandmaster Smith, my teacher would say, you know, you're the product of the product. So so I appreciate you um, being so great. And, and, and that, you know, that brings great well, in the same way as you felt with that little girl, that's how I feel, yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's, because, it's, because it just makes you feel like, wow, we're doing a good job. You know, it's like, definitely. Um, so my, I almost always ask this closing question, um, which is rather you were speaking to a beginner or even somebody, and it might be two different answers again, but you're speaking yeah. to a beginner or you're speaking to somebody who's on the fence and hasn't even tried this yet. Do you have any advice for either of those groups of people? I do have for both. Okay, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I would say if it's a beginner, um, you know, and I think I've heard a lot of, um, I've heard this a lot in several black belt speeches, 
you know, you know, follow the course, you know, go through it, see it through to the end. There will be moments that you feel like um, this isn't for you. Um, one of the one of the things that I've, especially with a lot of women and and maybe moms, they feel so uncomfortable with you know some of the things like I'm not hitting somebody in the groin, you know, <laughs> things like that. And I just I, what I always try to say to them is yes, it feels uncomfortable at first, but then it becomes second nature. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's awesome. But just stay the course. Sometimes, you know, and this is the saying that I know you say, and I, you know, you hear all the time, um, that you know, growth doesn't happen when you're comfortable. Mm. You know, it does not happen when you're comfortable. So you have to that has to be something that everybody has to understand is growth is going to happen only when you feel uncomfortable. So you have to try to put yourself in those positions, which is hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's just an attitude that you have to give yourself. So I definitely encourage, you know, those that are starting out to see the course, you know, embrace the uncomfortableness sometimes um, because at, at some point it won't feel uncomfortable anymore and you'll love it. Yeah. Um, on, the, on the flip side of that, um, you know, someone who hasn't even begun um, you know, I just say, you know, think about the opportunity you have. You have the opportunity not only to um, start feeling good because when you exercise and you're exercising and moving your body with a group of people that are like-minded and want to be there and want to be doing having that experience, shared experience with you, it is a very powerful feeling. It's a great feeling of community. So it's something where you get to feel, no matter if you're so different, I mean, there's kids in the class, there's older adults in the class, there's parents in the class, but you feel connected to, to all of them, you know? Um, so it's something that you can have this great sense community and it's very, you know, uplifting and inspiring to do every day. Um, and you're giving yourself, um, you know, just something that you can grow with, you know, you can always get better. You can always grow with, and what a gift that is that you could give to yourself or to your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely something go for it. <laughs> That's awesome. Sensei Michelle, thank you so much for both your time and your wisdom today. This has been amazing. And I'm very excited that uh, we are, you know, a week and a half or so away from your Black Belt Retreat. And you're very excited too. It's going to be outstanding. It's going to be just another chapter in your amazing story. Um, Thank you, sir. I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. And And I'll see you soon. Yes. Yeah. When's your next class? tonight i'll be coming in tonight all right we'll see you thank you again all right see you later